Howdy, race chasers. Now, before we start today's show, I just have to tell you about an incredible new podcast available right here on the Forever Dog Network called The Angel of Vine. The Angel of Vine is an audio <laughs> drama that is perfect for fans of true crime, film noir, and old Hollywood stories. It stars, are you ready for this? Joe Mangiello, Constance Zimmer, Alan Tick, Camilla Luddington, Mike Coulter, Misha Collins, Carrie Payton, and Alfred Molina. That's right. Alfred freaking Molina's on this podcast. So, uh, that's a lot of stars. But what is Angel of Vine about? Cue the music. Mr. DJ, please play that tape. Play that track. A present-day journalist uncovers the audio tapes of a 1950s private eye who cracked the greatest unsolved murder mystery Hollywood has ever known and didn't tell a soul. <clears throat> so basically, it's like Serial meets The Black Dahlia. Making a murderer meets L.A. Confidential. Come on, Basinger. And once you start listening, you won't be able to stop. New episodes every Wednesday until the thrilling conclusion on January 16th. So subscribe to The Angel of Vine now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And if you want even more The Angel of Vine, you can get exclusive access to advanced episodes, ad-free episodes, and bonus episodes on Stitcher Premium by going to stitcherpremium.com slash angel. And using the promo code angel. angel. Last but not least, stay tuned at the end of this episode for an exclusive clip from The, the Angel, Angel of Vine. <laughs> now let's get chasing. <sighs> Forever. Dog. Race chaser. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. The beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hi, I'm Willem. We are here. And it Season is we are two. Back, 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 back again. again. Episode eight. That's it. Last week we had the book challenge, and mm-hmm. Raven won that. And, yes. um, Jessica Wilde, unfortunately, uh, vamanosed. She hit it. She hit it. She went to the house, as they say. She went up to the house. She uh-huh. went to the house. Big house. And Tati won the lip sync and stayed. It was a little yes. surprised. And uh, cut to this episode, Raven going straight in on her with the... With the why were you so surprised? Confidential question. So wait, wait, wait. So Tatiana, why were you so shocked when they said that you were safe? Yeah. Do uh, you just think you shouldn't be here? or? Yeah. And Tati says in the interview, she's very clear. She's like, well, yeah, I was surprised, but that doesn't mean I don't think I should be here. But in an interview, she really tells her feelings. She says Raven loves to hear her own voice. Well, I mean, this is a case. I mean, Raven is coming for. Clearly. She is. Gunning. Re- she is reading down NRA. and coming for. Yeah. And this is the great thing about Tatiana. People think that. Oh, she's because young. she's smiley and Pretty. she's sweet that you can get away with that oh, shit. But she immediately turns back around and she's like, I also don't give a fuck about what any of you think mm-hmm. because I'm still here. Yeah. So whatever your interpretation is. She's number two through ten because she's clearly not the one. She's not the one. Mm-mm. She's not the two, not the three, not the four. Mm-mm, no. Um, and then they do a little um, bit on Pandora about struggling with her feedback from the judges about constantly not pleasing them. Have you ever felt I that can't. way about a judge? You pleased all the judges, right? I 
Did any judge just not feel you? Like Regina King you? Um, uh, Regina King did not like me. Really? Uh-uh. She hated you. She said I was a robot. Uh, LaToya Jackson hated me. She said my dress looked like a sad bridesmaid's dress. Huh. Well, who's oh. on Sharknado and who's not? Uh, she's in Sharknado. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> she plays fucking Cleopatra in the same movie that I'm in. Oh, my gosh. I still haven't Did you knock on her dressing room door and go, hi, do we have something to no, discuss? No, we weren't there the same day. <laughs> <laughs> we have unfinished business. Get out here. LaToya. In the garment. <laughs> yeah. Sweetie. Oh, I brought the dress. You can examine the stitching. Oh my god! This double stitching on hem you silk. You can't Chinese use <laughs> a half loop hem on China <laughs> silk. It puckers, Latoya. To be fair, my dress was full pucker. Full pucker. It was apple pucker. Oh man! I mean, you know what makes me pucker? pucker. <laughs> Ruse, not much, but Ruse's look during this walk around in the workroom makes me pucker. Why do you have such a problem with this look? This look is gut pucking in and tuck it. What? It's nautical yet urban yet um, older gay. It's not. It's nautical. Where's Waldo? Um, Nantucket Nectars. Um, <laughs> well, I know the Nectar you Thomas the Tank Engine. All of it. Too many things. It's too many things. And you're mad at the t- tan jacket over the whole I'm thing. mad at the tan jacket. It looks like she's got to do um, a bass fishing <laughs> seminar at the Great Outdoors. <laughs> right afterwards. In P-Town. She has to literally go from this to yeah. that Yeah, we got to go. Where's it's my like keys? really quick. Mish, warm the car. <laughs> Very that. Um... <laughs> So, Rue comes into the workroom in this sailor-inspired rainy day Seattle type of look. And um, the queens are confused as to what the challenge is um, because they're stupid. (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, They're confused because of the pejorative and the you've got Rue mail. Um, That's a lie. uh, Right. Well, what is the... I mean, it's it's one of the vague ones. She's vague booking. Vague booking. Uh, I wonder who's doing her hair. Um, (laughs) Kidding. Uh, the mini challenge is Hashtag shit girl please <laughs> Hashtag That's shit girl bad. please That's Hashtag um, can I get extra napkins Can I get ice to the top <laughs> Like so outrageous Delta, uh, wor- Delta works uh, I miss her Facebooks I think she blocked me Her Facebook uh, so status post So really unbelievable Ooh, Don't screw up her fucking jack in the box order If you do Just, Kill end, yourself. just end your life end your Like life. it's over End your life in the ice cream machine <laughs> We we here at Race Chaser do not condone ending your own life. We don't, but we do condone Unless Delta you work. are read to the dirt by Delta Work, and then <laughs> you will want to. Yeah, right? Um, She's good. Uh, the queens have to match their baby pictures to their adult promo pictures, which is the first time we see their promo look for the season. Uh, yes, which makes us wonder. Question and quandary. Well, no. It, I know on season five we did the promo look on after the first episode. Same, season four. And I think that went up until season nine, where now one of the girls for this season, I remember her specifically saying, they want me in this color and this color. And I was like, I don't have any of that color, but I know RuPaul loves that color. So you'll be, you'd be smart to find that color because she's one of the girls that does rather, rather well. And they're very specific with colors now for All-Stars too. They did it. All-Stars yeah. three, I mean, not two. T-O-O. When I showed up for the promo shoot, I said, I don't have anything to wear. What do you got? And they pulled this beautiful for season five. Yeah, they pulled this beautiful you purple, purple dress. Yeah, I remember that looked like it was cut for you. It wouldn't fit anyone else, so I wore it, and I said, "Oh yes, this is the one, mother." They tried to make me wear the outfit the princess wore, or like this big cage thing. And I said, "Oh no, I'm showing my legs. I'll be wearing these shoes 
and these Didn't things you have spiky. They want it was like this a long Paulette's. cage down to here. Oh yeah, that wouldn't work on you. No, uh, uh-uh, I couldn't move. Couldn't get you the body out. You gotta have legs out. She's got legs. Um, she's vaguely aware of how to use them. Always <laughs> <is> open. <laughs> <laughs> she has a vague awareness of how to use them. Shangela's <laughs> uh, baby picture is so cute. Uh, it's it was taken a year ago. <laughs> right. Some of the queens look exactly the same. Tyra Especially looks Mystique. exactly the same. Yeah, Mystique, Ty- Tyra was a beautiful baby, but Juju B looks exactly the same. Yeah. The weird this is one of the weirdest moments in <laughs> all of RuPaul's drag race is at the end of the mini challenge, RuPaul says really seriously, as you can see, Mystique did not have any baby pictures because all of her baby pictures were lost in a fire anyway on to the next like there's it's just the most awkward they couldn't just leave it like oh (laughs) you know like leave it up to conjecture like yeah no it's very funny though because the music kicks right back in and she just goes right on to the next dramatic underscoring can we we play it let's play it it'll be on our instagram race chaser pod now i have to explain this Mystique lost all of her family photos in a fire. Now, Tyra. <laughs> now, Tyra. <laughs> now, Back Tyra. to Tyra. Now, winner. Tyra. Tyra. Sorry. Um, Tati won the Babyface mini challenge, and she gets to match up the makeover ease with the makeover ers. Yeah. Tatiana won by kind of a landslide, too. Like, everyone was like, you completed this in two minutes and 13 seconds. Tatiana was 51 seconds. She did. Well, youth. She, youth on her side in speed. She does. She yeah, does have She did youth. the damn thing. Um, youth and, and beautiful teeth. White teeth. Full mouth of them. Um, Tati chooses. Full stat. Yeah, and Tati actually Top asked to see the teeth of the gentlemen that are ushered in to be made over. She said, let me see them teeth. Show she me your really teeth. really said show, like, let I think me, like looking at horses? It. Like looking at your horses, yeah. 100%. Oh, my God. Because it's, it's, it is a big asset to be in drag and to be able to go and to have all your teeth. That's nice. You You're know? right. Um, this is the challenge. The challenge is they bring in these five older gentlemen and older gay gentlemen, mm-hmm. gay pioneers, gay forefathers, and the girls have to make them over. And these guys range from fair to grizzled. This is, yes, it's true. I love that the one guy says, I'm a displaced real estate uh, agent. Because this was, I think, right or was this around like the economy collapse? Yeah, so this is like when people really hit hard. A couple of these guys are in real estate, so maybe they were like, I'm literally looking on Craigslist to try and find a gig that'll pay my bills. Because mm-hmm. I remember when that happened. It Girl, was not a joke. The SAG strike, I that's when I started hosting Bingo. Really? Yeah, because like there was no work for actors. Everything was shut down. I went on Craigslist, searched Drag Queen every day, and eventually... Is that your first time on Craigslist? Um, I was familiar with the platform. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you knew how to navigate your way around that site. I had a friend. Oh, okay, yeah. There was a buddy see. system. Did you have a login? For Craigslist? Oh, did yeah. you have a login on Craigslist? Girl, they had a whole server for me. That's, that's the advance. They had a terabyte. <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. Frequent user. Hush, hush. Frequent first long long time lurker, first time user. Long time user, first time lurker. Right, yeah. Yeah. We uh, used to always I mean we used to always lurk on the Craigslist just 
just to see. Just misconnections. Do you ever email back misconnections faking no. you were the person? Do you? Not anymore. <laughs> That's cruel. They <laughs> thought they saw their soulmate. I know. And then you fun. show up on a hoverboard. <laughs> Sniffing <laughs> poppers. You want to buy my merch? <laughs> Speaking of, you can buy our merch. This is my book. This is my, my book, book is, is pretty. pretty. Oh my gosh. You know who's not pretty? Some of these men. No. And they okay. got to make them over. All right. Well, this is, I think, where the line in the sand gets drawn as far as who's going to do well in the challenge and who's not. And you can see it shake down while the while it's happening mm-hmm. is some of the girls are very dismissive of the older men and they're like, shut up, honey. Shut. No, just to, like the one queen was trying to tell, I think Tatiana about Judy Garland. Maybe she was trying to tell, tell her about Oscar Wilde. Tatiana's 21. So what and Tatiana's like, no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Look up, look up and stop talking. Like you have to respect the people who have come before us. Even if they talk a lot. You just nod a little bit. Oh, you know? no. You, If they're talking, you should fucking listen. That's what I think. Because these men have come way before us, and the things that they've had to go through in their lifetime, we can't even... We have, we have no idea. We have no concept. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So some of these girls are really dismissive. They don't listen. And then you see the girls who do really well, Raven, Tyra, who are, like, reverential. Like, they... They like are supportive. I will say this: uh, some of the some of the moms uh, posed <laughs> a challenge. I I was ne- I was never a mama's boy. It was me and my dad all the way. Um, and moms can be a challenge, especially pushy moms. And Juju's mom is pushy, yeah. insistent upon the hair. She wants to look every way that she isn't. She wants to look young, skinny, and <laughs> and and. Um, <laughs> And pleasant, and she's none of the above. She looks like a mean mama bear on the runway in the end. And Pandora's mom is sexually harassing her consistently. There's an incest See, fantasy the going on in the box family. The what? I was on the phone during this part of the oh, episode, so I'm not honestly, fresh Honestly, Pandora's it. mom made multiple comments, including blow me. Uh, <gasps> she's still attached in the umbilical cord. And then got behind Pandora and faux-fucked her in front of RuPaul and... Pandora was just like, I'm just trying to get through this. Pandora was a me too, for sure, at oh that moment. God. She was being harassed and she just went, okay. It's like one, you know, it was wildly inappropriate as of now, but on a scale of one to me, it was barely me. So it was fine, ah. but I was like, good for them. But um, Tyra's nervous because she's never done anybody's makeup, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. When choosing it came pretty. down to choosing the queens and Tatiana got to choose her, her partner mm-hmm. first. And Raven says, oh, well, of course she chose the pretty one. And Big Dipper was like, wait, how did you know who the pretty one in drag was? Like, how do you know that? And Alaska and I knew because the things you look for when you're making over someone are include smooth skin or smoothish skin, Uh uh, a good working area between the eye and the eyebrow, meaning the lash line and the eyebrow. Wow. Okay. Not a hard brow. And teeth. Teeth. Overall facial structure. My, I would look at softness. My other one is always if the cheekbones are wider than the jaw, it makes them easier to be pretty. And a nondescript to a small nose. No, sure. Nothing um, monument like. Sure. And what do you I, look for? Honestly, I think Pandora got the pretty one. And I, I think 
uh, he lended himself most to drag because he was very feminine in his like affectation, mm-hmm. which I think helps. When you're carrying drag, you can kind of get into the character a little bit more. Have you ever thought of doing that? I, you know, I've thought about maybe for Halloween, I'm gonna be a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll be back after this break. Yes. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need, and then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals, so you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Drag, drag 50. 50 at com slash drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. We are back, 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 back Back again. again. Um, There's divas. I think, sorry, I need to talk about this election process again. I think Tatiana bamboozled herself. She uh, didn't check, she only checked <laughs> visual criteria, not movement criteria. Not at all. And didn't ask for special skills. Can you move? Like, the guy she chose has like a broken foot and like can't walk, like has a limp. Yeah. They have to do a dance procedure together. And. The guy that she gives to Tyra is a retired ballroom dance instructor. 
That's, That's why. why she's moving around in boot scoot boogie. Damn. In heels, dancing. Yeah. Yes, 100%. So when you're, if you get to make the selections, take in all criteria. Ask to see them walk. <laughs> Can I see the doll walk? I would like to do a quick audition. Yeah. Juju's mom is giving um, a mouthful about what kind of hair. You know, I think we need oh, to do a turban. Really she's picky. pushing for a turban. She wants to have that Gloria Swanson moment. Which I think could have worked. Uh, no, that short hair didn't work on her. Imagine a turban, which is even basically shorter a hair. A turban can at least be tall, though. Not like, how I she was pulling it. I envision one of those, like, you know, Bianca Del Rio, you know, Nefertiti sure. sort of. I understand. With a big gem or something. Yeah, this, but I think. She it, wanted to do a short little. Juju's mom made, Juju's mom looked like um, Barney from the Flintstones. <laughs> oh, my God. She did. And I don't mind saying it. Um, uh, Raven's confident about his mother. She says, "Once we shave him, we'll get him. We'll get him good." <laughs> oh, he's the one. Dip with, him in there. He's the one with all the stuff um, jammed in his belly button hole. Oh yeah, we need a picture of the belly. This button man has a Instagram. yard sale all up in his belly button. It's a junk drawer. He's got a paper clip. It's a little freaky. Yeah, it's which I don't like... mind. He's very much. Um, what I imagine you to be if you still worked at Books a Million in 50 years. <laughs> or at Circus of Bucks. Circus of Bucks. That would be you if you were still working there and you never found drag. You're absolutely right. Yes. Just, 100%. Radical fairy. Uh, I mean, very. He, he's like, he has tattoos. He has like the belly tattoo. Yeah. He probably has like maybe a dick tattoo. Oh, for sure. He's gig. tribal as fuck. Yeah. Um... I think that some of the girls are more concerned about um, getting their moms uh, ready for the performance part because Rue comes in and surprises them and says, hey, there's also this thing. You got to do a dance, too. Yeah. And it's like it's weird because Juju says in an interview, she says something about the performance and then they cut to Rue saying, oh, and by the way, dolls, you'll have to do a performance. It's like this weird out of order cut kind of, I feel like. Um, But. Pandora's running out of clothes at this point, and she wants her mom to just keep making dirty jokes and having a good time. So everybody's kind of having their own little, <gasps> this is what we're going to do on the runway. Come on, to their moms. Pandora's mom shows up wearing a bikini swimsuit underneath his clothes. And at one point tells Pandora to blow him. Damn. Um, which is good. You know, you'd rather have to pull someone back than say... Can we have a little bit more? That's true. He's Always. giving the most. <laughs> the most. And drag queens are supposed to be the most. We're professional extras, you know? I think. I don't know. You um, you have you can provide the most when it is called for, true. yes. True. Uh, I know from experience, I had uh, a gig on Drag U, and my girl tried to leave overnight. Wow. Yeah. No wonder they paired you with her. I know. I was so Did mad. Did you give her advice? Oh, I yelled at her. You so did like, Rue. She was mad. You can sneak your husband in through that door over there. <laughs> um, Juju, Juju literally says... Um, moving on. <laughs> anyway, Tyra. Juju says, none of these bitches better die overnight. <gasps> I know. She gets away with it because she says it funny. But her mom is also singing on the couch with her heels on sitting, just <laughs> tapping. <laughs> heels while seated, yelling. This is the main event. It's great. Um, and you know what? I look at every opportunity as a learning opportunity. If you don't know who someone is and someone older says something, like, sh- it's okay not to know, but maybe take a chance to look it up, you know? 
you want to find out how many people died at Stonewall, who Oscar Wilde is. Uh, I think you should know who Oscar Wilde is. Yeah, the importance of being earnest. Whoever you are, whether you're straight or gay or whatever, but especially if you're gay. He had some fucking great quips. Yeah. 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 Quip master. In Tati's defense, they then say, well, you know who Harvey Milk is. And she goes, I think she was lying. I think she was lying to get to get the mom to just like shut up and stay still. And you do your contour. Yes, I know who Harvey uh, Harvey Soy Milk is. Yes. <laughs> well, I love the Hardy Boys. <laughs> they solve mysteries. Yes. <laughs> yes. The mystery is: Can you shut up while I do your contour? <laughs> uh, Tyra tapes up her mom and gives her body a little old school duct tape. You ever do you ever do Tyra, old school duct tape? Tyra is trained in the skills of old school drag. She How could tell I, she had a drag mama, a drag aunt, and a couple of drag cousins. She's good. And she's young to be that good. Yeah. Knowing all the tricks. I never did the duct tape corset thing, but I know my sisters in Pittsburgh did. Amy Vodka House is no stranger to a duct tape corset moment. Billy B told me that when he was doing um Destiny's Child, Beyonce did it against her mother's advice and she's like just let me do it and she did the sticky side down instead of the sticky side up and <gasps> billy said undoing it was like peeling off the top layer of skin right there Oof. i don't know if she was dry or what but um no wonder was, tyra did it he said Beyonce did it. yeah right he said tina stood there and literally was like i told you <laughs> damn damn tina <laughs> anyway we're off to the runway and rupaul bring looked, it to the bring it to the runway runway I would like to take a moment to speak about RuPaul's look on the runway. I'll be outside. I (laughs) think this is my favorite RuPaul look, and I'm going to put that out there right now. It's coming into number one for me. Even over the pink feather book cover look that we loved, the the transcendent, you know, it was a light peach, it's book cover. Even over that. this, This trumps it for me. See, I have two favorite Ru looks. Okay. One is... That dark emerald green kimono look she wore season four when I went home. The lizard? No, it was like emerald green. Sleeves? um, No sleeves, but big shoulder. Wide shoulder. Great blonde hair. Okay. It was lovely. And it was my episode. Oh, when she sent you home. It was the darker green. Yeah. Yeah. The color of your curtain. And then also the um, rocker chic look. Yeah. Because fuck. Transcendent. You can't, yeah, those are my two. So this is your favorite? This is my favorite. And Do you have a backup? It's always good to have a backup. Fun fact, she wore this, I believe, when she performed that song with Lady Gaga on the Lady Gaga Christmas special. I think she pulled this out of the closet and she uh, wore this. It's similar feathers, but I think blackened. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah. Get out. But it's this. Get out. It's, it's the you mouse. call yourself a host? I said get out. What? I said get out. You're fucking You're just ugly. Fucking ugly. I'm what? I'm what? Get the fuck, fuck out. out. Get, get out. Get out. <laughs> Stand up completely nude and seen. Bitch, I would have thrown that cup real quick. That glass would have been broken. Yeah. My, my Why don't we just get fucking drunk until we fucking disappear? Yeah, I'm your girlfriend. Oh, hey. Do you your still have those pills like your in wife. your pocket? Yeah. Oh, you want oh. me to be your dad? You want me to be your drinking buddy? <laughs> You could be my dad. You have more talent than a little pinky than you <laughs> fucking had across the fucking line. So we're bringing up the Lady Gaga RuPaul performance, which I thought was really cool. You're right. Yes, it's a different feather. Is she dressed as a dreidel? The same silhouette. Is she a dreidel? 
I Lady Gaga is either dressed as like a toilet. Is like, this a holiday special? Yes. Yeah. She's a dreidel, and RuPaul is the the blue Judaism star. Is but that it? It is a different feather. Oh right, and it's not feathers all the way down. Zaldi didn't have time. But the bounce when they do the two step and they both bounce. Ru is only performing to camera. Gaga's performing to the room. Crazy. I mean, and the height difference is so crazy because it, uh, uh, Lady Gaga, I, I keep calling her Stephanie because that's what me and Nick call her when we are speaking of, of mother. Um, not okay. But no, you're not allowed oh, to call her Oh, and she's in that. platforms. She's in like 10 inch platform shoes. Can I tell Lady you Gaga, that? Lady Gaga, because she's five foot one and RuPaul is like six foot seven. She looks like a fashionable Cogsworth. <laughs> It's some kind of brown. She's a chest of drawers. She, yeah. She's the chest she, of drawers. She's Audrey McDonald in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> the outfit is, is conceptual. Lady Gaga can fucking stand in fucking huge heels. And we would all and be happy. Move and never fall over. Did you see her do the runway in those shoes when she walked uh, for Mark, I think, last I, season? I couldn't breathe because I was so like, casual. she's going to fucking fall over. Sickening. She wouldn't. She would never. She's not but a Pandora pratfall. I used to... <laughs> I used to wear eight-inch heels, and eight inches too high for me. First of all, it makes me way too tall, and it's like wearing stilts so you can't move. And I would fall over and roll my ankle every time. They're limiting. They're very limiting. Unless you know how to walk in them. Right, which I don't. Well, but Stephanie does. Be better. Lady Gaga does. Be best. Be best. <laughs> um, um, these guest judges are the best, in my opinion. We got Cloris Leachman, Icon. This is stacked. Stacked. Um, Debbie Reynolds. Yes. And I think Gloris Leachman looks like Debbie Reynolds out of drag. Definitely. They look I, like the same person, but just with It's like, like Charo and Charo's treatment. sister. Charo's <laughs> sister looks treatment. like Charo without the work. Um, right. But and I, then um, the, 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 the founder and CEO of Nick's Cosmetics, Tony Co. I'm wondering if she's wearing anything from Cloris Line. Right. Which is, that's uh, the clothes. Cloris Leachman's clothes. I, I wonder if, they're, if that's still around. Chloris line? I auditioned yeah. for that years ago. <laughs> God, I hope I don't get it. God, I hope I don't get it. <laughs> um, Do you think Tony Co is wearing Nick's cosmetics? I think she. I think Tony Co is always in Nick's cosmetics. Yeah, I, would I love some of those were, Nick's cosmetics. I think if you were like a soft woman, you could do a full face of Nick's drag oh. queen. No. Um. I'm not familiar with their foundations enough to rule on that, but you that, couldn't. That's what every makeup line comes down to: is the foundation thick enough that you could do drag with it? Yeah, it's got to be like Kryolan. I think Mac has like a pro thing, mm -hmm. but no, Nyx. I wouldn't. I, I use it for details. Mm -hmm. Great eyeshadows, great liners, liquid liner, great mole work, stunning, <laughs> great floor work. <laughs> <laughs> Boat work, uh, yacht work. Uh, I, I know a girl that did it. She didn't like it. <laughs> I know a girl. Um, I think that this runway is um is nice. It's a nice departure from just seeing all the girls do their thing. Um, it's we it's, have a picture of some Chloris line clothes, and it's so. I mean, Chloris Leachman. They're she's uh, hilarious. She's great. Yeah. Um, allergic to bleach. What? She's allergic to bleach? Or is that that other crazy one? With the wig, the blonde hair. Her. <laughs> You'll know her name once. Phyllis Painter. Diller? Phyllis Diller. That's it. She's allergic to bleach. That's a wig. Oh. Allergic to bleach. 
<laughs> Sorry. Well, Thanks. I figured it was a wig, but I didn't know she was allergic to yeah, bleach. Allergic. <laughs> Um, let's talk about this family resemblance on the runway. Raven and Golda LeMay, I think, look very cohesive. Blue accents. They both have the snake bite uh, marks. That was a cute detail, I It's thought. cute. And the guy is limited in his walk, Golda, and Raven does her best to help him. And he looks beautiful. He does. Yeah, Raven looks giant. It's hard to do makeup on someone else. You've done mine. How was that? Exactly. It's hard to do. No, I'm just kidding. No, wow. you. No, you were an incredible face to work on. I wasn't actually. eating the whole time. You have, um, you have this petite little nose and these like huge cheekbones. Like you're, you're a great face to paint. On. You should see my hole. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about someone who's not allergic to bleach. <laughs> actually, somebody um asked me specifically because we were talking about laser hair removal, and they're like, "You get it bleached too, right?" And I was like, "No." They're like, "Really?" And I said, no, why? And they're like, it's really pink. And they stopped after that, but I wanted to be like, pink for what? Someone my age or someone who's had that much wear and tear? What? How is it pink for the what? Wear and tear. Pink for what? But it was pink. It still is, I guess. You said that's C22, <laughs> Nick's Cosmetics <laughs> Minimum Coverage well, Foundation. Well, like BB. Liquid. Oh, yeah, just the BB cream. <laughs> there was a BB cream. Just to neutralize, <laughs> you know, well. neutralize any redness. <laughs> <laughs> Residual tearing and scarring. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you want to talk about damn? Let's talk about Tyra Sanchez and Big Tyra because on the runway, they turned it. Yeah, they looked really pretty. Anybody and- that has control of their body in any situation, meaning like a dance instructor, yeah. movement athlete, you can always expect them as a makeover to be more like you know, agile. The runway. Yeah. yeah, agile. That's a great word. And he's a performer. Yeah, from his dance experience, so that automatically gives you a leg up. One hundred. Uh, Tatiana and Alicia, and Alicia, Analicia. Analicia. Yeah. Um. They. Uh. They. You know. They're being little hams. They're Mom wearing dog. leopard print. The leopard print takeover. Nooch, Everything must nooch. be leopard print. Um. Tyra and her mother, Lil Tyra, Big Tyra, I think, are cohesive. They wear the exact same outfit, which no one else really did. Very cohesive. Yeah. And I think. I think it worked. Well, Tyra is a sewer. She probably made that real quick for both of them. You're absolutely right. And uh, we can talk about that on the break. Okay. This is the main event. Are you ready? That's a remake of a Streisand. From um, the main event, which is a boxing movie with her and... Maybe Stallone or De Niro or Christopherson. Some um, 70s grizzled something. Where she meets a boxer and then he encourages her to get in the ring and fight someone and she becomes a really famous boxer. Um, he's a boxer, <laughs> I think. And he encourages her to become a boxer and Does then he? he ends up killing himself and she becomes a really famous boxer, right? Oh, you're saying Star is Born's <laughs> plot. Uh, yeah. I got that now. Oh, I'm in a Star is Born. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. Um, and you guys are lucky because Derek was almost in it. <laughs> I'm off the deep end. Um, I did see Derek's Streisand audition tape. Did you see the Marilyn one? 
No. Oh yeah, he went in for Marilyn, and because like around that time, I wasn't talk. I don't talk about auditions that much because like you've been on so many that eventually you're just like I don't want to because then people be like, hey, did you ever what happened? So I just don't. Yeah, you're not supposed to ask your actor friends how the or if they got the part because really? if they didn't tell you, they didn't get it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, but my rule is I don't talk about it until it's on. And actually, I already did that with Shameless this year. And then I just found out I got cut. So, like, I'm back to that rule. Yeah. Stars Born, I sat on for a while before I told anybody. Yeah. Um, and during the audition process was the same thing. I just, like, saw all these girls post and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, all these bitches are going in. But it was okay because um, I'm amazing. Well, the original concept was it was going to be... Uh, Dead celebrity mm-hmm. night at the yep. drag club. Did you go in? They oh, did you get it? Or did they what, put a pin this in? This is what happened. They asked me to send in a tape of me as Barbara Streisand, and I, I was like, I don't, I'm not. Here's you should call Chanel in Las Vegas because mm-hmm. her Streisand is the best. Yeah. So if you're looking for an illusion of a dead of a dead or of a celebrity, go to the best. So you didn't do a tape? No. Wow. I said, I'm not, that's not it. I couldn't, I couldn't do, I don't see the funny thing is with that is I didn't feel right also, but I did the fake nose and I was like, I'm not going to ever get this with a fake nose. So disrespectful, Barbara, but in an interview later that I saw Bradley talking for YouTube, (laughs) talking for YouTube, uh, he was in some interview that was, that I saw on YouTube that someone tagged me in and it was Bradley saying, Willem came in first as Marilyn and then as like Barbara and then as another character. Like I, any chance to be seen by them, I was like, I'm going to get their eyes on me. And he just liked yeah. what I did in the room with the, the improv and stuff enough that I got it. I My barber was shit. You've seen the pictures. My Marilyn was okay. Um, my Marilyn was gorgeous. Um, but yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, fine. what Coco Peru did with Tu Wong Fu. They told her to walk down the runway in front of all these girls, yeah. Candace, and, all, and she made it her own somehow. Like, just go, make it your own somehow, find your strength and exploit that, even if it's just being nice to the casting director before or like making yeah. people want to work with you. That's always been my tip. Other than... Um, other than one, some particular people. Fucking producers. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> producers also helps. But um, in my case, only it only helps the contestants. Right. Yeah. He stuck his dick in the wrong one, huh? He must really feel that way. <laughs> so the girls have to do... Oh, sorry. I'm watching TV. The girls have to do a dance performance to the main event, which is, like, hard. And then if you're dealing with someone who's never done drag before and can't really walk... Gene Hackman. very challenging. <laughs> Jujubee's... Jujubee's Jujubee's mom. mom looks like Gene Hackman at the end of the birdcage. For sure. 100%. That's who I thought um, Fifi looked like at the finale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she wore the white Marilyn, which yeah. is what Gene Hackman wears. Totally. Uh, uh, we are family. Nobody yeah, wants to da, dance da, with da, me. Da. I'm just as pretty as all these guys. I will no one dance with me. <laughs> um, I want to be the only girl not dancing. Don't you leave me. <laughs> uh, the, the queens that do have... Um, limits with their mothers find a way to work it pandora's mom is funny as hell just chewing the scenery um yeah and they criticize her for being outshined by her mother but her mom has been that way the whole episode this is her mom's big break you know like extra personified i understand it's every trans for themselves (laughs) um the winner oh wait chloris hold on can you pause it 
What? Look at this. What? Tyra and her mother shortened the skirt for the dance routine. A scooch. There's been a scooch. They shortened it. I don't know if they cut it. Is it cut or did they scooch? You know it's Tyra. You know she scooched. That is really smart. You know. That's one of those details that that's why Tyra won this season. Mm Mm-hmm. Not everyone would think about that. I know. Oh, big difference. It was a spoiler. I just blew his mind. He she, didn't know. She oh won God. by a scooch. She won by a scooch. I think Raven showed a real connection with her mom, and I think all the judges really appreciated seeing that softer side. That soft moment where she carries her mom off the stage. Yeah, because her mom was looking a little um, bolted to the floor. Yeah. Because heels can be hard for the first time if you aren't used to them. Mm-hmm. First time I put on heels, I felt like I was at home. I instantly could walk. I remember they were my sisters, and I was like, oh, these are great. <laughs> and you've never taken them off. And then I cut my leg bad enough that I had a scar, because I went like that with oh, the leg. Oh, shit. It's still there a little bit. Guys hate it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wanted to fuck you, but I saw that tiny scar on the side of your leg. That's my butthole. <laughs> Can you talk to me about the reveal with Juju and her mom? Okay, so Juju and her mom decide to do a reveal. So we're seeing that there's a long history of the reveal. Oh. And so the mom removes the sparkly gown to reveal, I guess, Sparkle poncho. To reveal, like... A slack suit. Dorothy's born at going to the bank. Like, it's not even, like, a formal night. Not even the bank, a credit union. It's not the main event. It's not even, like, a side event. It's not an event. Juju looks like she's working a trade show. <laughs> she takes sure. off the sparkly thing just to reveal the hint of zebra to match them up. I, she did her best. It's one of those moments where it's like the tearaway doesn't add anything. Mm-hmm, for sure. But it, I do love Juju's dress after. after the mom oh, The mom looks like she's doing water aerobics <laughs> outside of a pool. That's... Countessa Touche looks like she's doing water aerobics outside of a pool, for sure. She gets lost. She she throws in a little Yankee Doodle Dandy at one point, (laughs) some hands. If you're not a performer and you just, I mean, you get overwhelmed, there's so much to think about on stage. My one thing is, as a performer, the one thing I'm most uncomfortable, if I ever have to act like I'm acting badly or performing badly, the easiest way to do that is to not be sure of your hands and your limbs. Because once you're... Because that is the one thing that belies you, you know? It's just like, what is she? She's not sure what to do with her hands, or she's like, you know, there's something. Not knowing about hands and feet or like shuffling, it just is a dead giveaway. And Juju's mom Mom does all of that. Contessa Touche needs to. You can see her looking at Juju like, I don't remember that part. And that's when you just feel helpless. Yeah. When my drag you lady tried to run away, I was just like, really? Guys, is this for the season four stuff? Come on. I thought we were past that. (laughs) Matthew was so pissed. She wouldn't put on a corset either. He's like, this is called drag you. He's mad. Wait, I think I remember that episode. And she like wouldn't do. Yeah. Former beauty queens. Rue yelled at her too. So one time me and Rue agreed. She was a former beauty queen? They were all former beauty queens. Oh. Yeah. Did not go well. My girl did not win. No. <laughs> um, speaking of who did win, though, Raven. And I think deservedly so. Um, this was a moment we got to see the softer side of Raven. With the compassionate, like, carrying her mom off. And even when her answer... Write it down. It's a fire sale. <laughs> right. Her answer, she's explaining, like, what this meant to her. And I totally agree. I mean, these are 
these are some of the men who forged the way for all of us. They're the reason that a show like this can exist. Yeah. And so Raven wins. Who's who's Booger Boots? Uh, Booger Boots include <laughs> Tatiana, maybe? No. Booger Boots is Juju B and Contessa Touche and Pandora and Litterbox. Wait. Yeah, and this is rough because Pandora's mom looked really great. And performed great, but as a solo act. She should have said, Pandora, stay home. Because she outshined Pandora 100%. And she was mugging. And that's dangerous. Yeah. Jujube struggled with the overall transformation. I don't think the tiny feather wig works when... No. I don't know, but though... The tiny I do feather know... wig barely works on Juju. Right. Let alone Gene Hackman. I know some... Uh, I know some bigger queens who can pull off a tiny little, little tiny bus driver little gig. Shangela, but she's not like plus size. I'm thinking like plus oh, I size. Meant, like, bigger. Like, yeah. Even Latrice, she can wear one of those little tiny. But she's also like stunningly beautiful yeah. in the face. Yeah, and so I think it's like I think she did her a disservice by putting her in this feather wig. If they would have given her some big, fabulous hair. She I might. bet she insisted on that hair, though, I because she didn't want right, big hair. Right. She was very adamant of that. Um, the runways were basically cute, but the performances were kind of rough, basically. There were cute moments in all of them, but um, I think that Juju's lip I didn't write down anything except wheelchair. <laughs> oh, Cloris. Cloris wrote wheelchair and hated Jujubee's mouth. Cloris Leachman was like, I wrote down a 10. Did you, Debbie, did ten. you write down a 10? So what is it, a 10? Is it a 10? And RuPaul's like, I've lost control of this room. There's yeah. no number system. None. You just, you just supposed to write down a number. What are you doing? At one point, Cloris Leachman yelled, whammy. <laughs> Snake eyes. <laughs> um, and after this, uh, Ru says, I have made my decision. Bring back the girls. Okay, we're getting there. Closer, 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 closer. Um, Raven won a four-night stay at the East Canyon Hotel and Spa in Palm Springs. And um, when Tati thinks she might win, Rue tells her she's safe and she's kind of gagged. You see that moment? Just the gag of it all? Tati thought she was going to win. Tati thought, oh. She was like, (gasps) Uh, thank you. Tati thought she couldn't be touched. It was a very reserved thank you this time. Yeah. And when uh, Raven wins and is sent to the back of the stage, her and Tyra squeal almost and they look like they're in a buddy comedy they're so happy grabbing each other's hands i was like when did that storyline happen i'm glad that drama got resolved me too now i guess it's just tatiana kind of against everyone Mm, i think is tatiana falling into like the fifi category okay let's do my she's in a fight with raven and tyra let's do my my three-way reality show protagonist slash champion underdog slash you know whoever um and underdog slash whoever and then antagonist villain i would say the vil- the underdog Ty- tyra the professional tyra's is raven. underdog tyra's okay. underdog okay i see that even though that. the numbers support her winning raven's the pro for sure and, and then, then antagonist. antagonist is tati right yeah. now but and that isn't how it shakes that's down. not how it shakes down to top three top three and then it shifts to tyra villain juju under raven pro Honestly, I mean that's how it goes. It's good though. I that's I don't remember the end of the finale, but I remember thinking, "Wow, which one?" And then I was like, "Oh, because Tyra is like a young RuPaul. That's why she might win." You know? Yeah. But she also won the most challenges. Yeah. So the math is there too. It supports that. Yeah. Um, how many challenges did you win? 
You in the double we digits now? We don't need to get into that. Cumulatively? We don't need to do, we need to we don't need to do all that. Am I in double digits? Well, if you count mini challenges, maybe. I don't think mini challenges count, dear heart. We're talking maxi. <sighs> We're talking, I'm talking maxi only. We're talking prizes. We're talking ta- main stage. I'm talking a maxi and burnt toffee. <laughs> a maxi topper? With a topper. Maxi topper shields. Yes. Oh. Maxi shield. Did Shout out to maxi shield. Maxi out there shields. Hey. Did you see um, the new uh, Wigs by Vanities? Tell me. For the Halloween, the Halloween collection? one. Yeah, I got Frostbite. They have, two of them have tinsel. Bitch, check out Wigs I by Vanity. I saw a couple of the tinsel ones. They're lovely. They cool. They're lovely. I like lovely. the green one, actually. The green was a pretty green. It's a really nice green. Um, yeah. So, Raven, the- you win a four-day stay and a massage. Anyway, Tyra. <laughs> uh, they, no, it's from that. that uh, it's in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Big fan. Um, the bottom two is Pandora Box and Juju, and yes. the lip sync song is Shake Your Love by Debbie Gibson. And, and we're, we're going to talk, talk about, about that. that. We're going to talk. After the break. This break. Oh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk. Oh, I'm not holding back at all. Oh, at all. Out of all the queens of season two, one of them stands out as a truth teller, a catchphrase owner, and to her we'd like to say thank you. And her name is Tatiana. So for this season, we would like to do a little segment we call Tati Tidbits. Which drag race sister have you not made out with? Because I've seen you, I, I can count at least 10 that you have, including myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, there's many that I haven't. I remember I asked Kimchi one night multiple times. She was like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I was like, well, fine. That was the um, night that I made out with you was when. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it was the same night. Yeah, because she gave well, me. Mm-hmm. Many times she gave that, me a bunch but... of Molly and then she dipped and I was like, you ain't going to go out with it. She's like, no, I got a show in the morning. I was like, you fucking bitch. How are you going to get me twisted? And then you're going to leave. <laughs> yeah. And then I lost you all in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have um, I have a question that kind of relates to that. Uh, you've seen, mm-hmm. you've met all the queens that have come through from the show uh, at town. Were there any queens that stuck out in your mind for bad behavior at all, oh. or unsavory antics, dick suckings, uh, uh, dressing room uh, red, shenanigans, red M and M'ses? Yeah. <laughs> no, um, not red M and M'ses. Um. Honestly, no. There was no one. I mean, there might have been a maybe a couple that like showed up a little bit late, but nothing that would like impede the show. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I mean, with the way that towns run, it's not really like it's very straight up, straight out. Like, there's no way for you to really fuck up while you're there. <laughs> um, right. So yeah, luckily no one was a an asshole or ridiculous while working at town. That's not true. I was there multiple times. Well, that's, I mean, yes, you, but like, you know, they would yeah. lay down tarps when they think that you were coming. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> they were prepped. Um, I think this lip sync is kind of cool because it shows off this unique aspect of the first time we see a drag queen really do like that schizoid mouth seizure thing. Juju, yeah, Juju gives like the, the shake your love um, kind of like epilepsy moment, and it's really great. 
Um, and you just don't want to look for, look away from her. She connects with the fact that this song is ridiculous yeah. and kind of absurd because mm-hmm. it really. I mean, it's first of all, what does "shake your love" even mean? It means when you shake your dick, <laughs> doesn't it? Shake, what when you open your coat at a attractive passerby and shake your dick at him? <laughs> I don't think that's that's when you shake your love. Debbie Gibson, Deborah Gibson wrote a song about that. Okay, I mean you can interpret it your own way. That's it's open I to think, interpretation. Uh, Pandora also shakes her love um, all over the place. All over it's, it's Pandora gives a clean lip sync. It's serviceable. And it's very tight. It's serviceable. I would give her a dollar, maybe not to stay, yeah. but to go away from my table while I'm enjoying brunch. It's a very tight contest, and uh, Jujubee puts it over because of the comedy aspect. Yeah, it's definitely more... Plain um, and simple. What is the word? Uh, relatable. It is, because she's like... eye contact, She's all that. like, look at how ridiculous this is. We're dancing to a song We're men. called Shake Your Love, and there's this ridiculous electric piano breakdown in the middle. These older ladies have no idea where they are. Right. Tony Co is reading us about our makeup. <laughs> She's like, really? You should have You want to shake and go some powder on that? Some- you should have used a little bit of a lighter lipstick. Because yeah. after a certain age, no woman wears dark brown lipstick. Wow. I've never worn a dark brown lip. Um, so Jujube slays this lip sync and hugs Pandora after. And, it really uh, is funny. Like, yeah. we watched it back and I was like, I, I was chuckling. It's yeah. very, it's a very funny performance. Uh, Pandora does a pratfall on the way out, which um, playback wise is sped up for some reason. I don't understand um, why they made that choice to do that, make her fall faster. But yeah. it, it leads it gets to this mirror message, which is poignant. Lick this box. Lick this box with two X's, honey. Two X's. And she's plucked. She knows that she kind of she feels like she got got. She's I already think. mad at the edit, which is consistent. She's like. Fuck them. She's like, fine. If you don't want me, then fuck you. See, that's where I took my advice for the show. Actually, fuck them. Uh, oh, right. Oh, right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, thanks, Pandora. I appreciate that. Um, who's? Do you have, like, a favorite gay elder that you look to for anything, for advice, for, like, touch and base with or anything like that? I, I mean, I hesitate to call them elders because, you know, I mean, they've, They've come before me. Someone double your age. Anybody like that? Double my... Well, I mean, not double my age, but I definitely look up to Jackie Beat and Coco Peru very Double your much. age, not your weight. Wow. <laughs> uh, hey, Jackie. Because they are really... I mean, they're pioneers of drag, and, like, they were forging the path when there was no streets, you know? Yeah, they, they were, were out there with the machetes. Wagon. Honey, they were with the machetes in the woods mm-hmm. making the... Roads for us. Lewis and Marsha Clarking. Exactly. All through the woods. So, like, I definitely look to them as, like, I don't know, like, I fully admire and I fully worship. Totally. How about you? Uh, there's this one guy um, in the 80s. He was the doctor and the dermatologist that called down, uh, called for the shutdown of the bathhouses. He was, um, he's oh. still really involved in the HIV epidemic. He's friends with Cleve Jones. His name's Marcus Conan. He's this badass doctor. He's really cool. Always has great stories. This one time he was um, giving me a physical and he was on my balls. He's like, turn your head and cough. All right, one more. Turn your head. All right, turn your head and cough one more time. And then he's like, all right, we're going to start the examination now. And it was, just, it was just one of those things. I was like, Conan, <laughs> he's so cool. Um, really funny. Um, and like a pioneer. And he's got great stories. from. He lived in San, San Fran for, you know, 
the the time yeah and he's so cool and i talk to him about stuff all the time he's rad yeah um do you know about sage what do you mean like burning it so that you cleanse the spirits i don't know it says do you know about sage (laughs) that organization straight and gay elders so sage is an herb that is gets better with age no that's what you burn to get rid of the demons an herb cheddar Herbal cheddar. <laughs> I'm burning herbal cheddar right now. Ooh. It really smells great. So Sage is an organization that uh, provides services for LGBT elders since 1978. Yeah, which I think I mean I think that's pretty cool. I think it's really great. It's a shame they didn't provide Juju's guy with a wig <laughs> because that could have really softened that square Lego man of a head in drag. Damn. You know Juju said put on this hair, and he said, no, I'm going to wear my feather wig. Be a little I know. Uh, no, you're right. I feel like he really hindered her. Yeah, but she shook her love, and yeah, she but pulled it out of the The fire. night before, though, she did say, I hope one of yours dies. Damn. Yeah. So, deep shade. <laughs> deep shade. Um, I think the most memorable moment from this video is um, seeing Raven uh, smile. And carry off her mom. I, th- I thought that was... That's something that they're they the judges remember. Yeah, it would have been great if the uh, lip sync was carry on, because then she could have carried on her mom. <laughs> carry on. Carry on. You know the one. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite moment about this episode? I love that Raven carrying. I love the um the Jujubee lip sync. I mean, her lip syncing. She's she's really great yeah i hate to see her on the bottom but we get to see her lip sync whenever she is so Truth. that's a treat i love to see me in the bottom <laughs> thanks so much for joining us on race chaser we'll be back on our next episode to continue our journey down drag race memory lane that's right you as always you can subscribe comment you can comment. Please let us know what you think, whether you love it, whether you hate it, whether our sound quality is gutted or fabulous. Please, we want to hear from you. And follow the dolls. I'm at Willem, and Alaska is at the only Alaska 5000 And our new Race Chaser Podcast Instagram account is at Race Chaser Pod. And always use that hashtag Race Chaser so we can find you. Mm-hmm. Post and tweet about it. Let us know. Bye. Bye. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. And now, as promised, an exclusive clip from The Angel of Vine. And just a quick word of warning, this clip does include graphic content. Hollywood, California, not just the home of glitz and glamour, no. Beneath the limousines and mink coats lurks a dark underbelly of crime, narcotics, and yes, even murder. The Angel of Vine, a murder straight from the pages of a dime store thriller, has captured the minds and fueled the nightmares of the nation and baffled law enforcement in Los Angeles. And how could it not? 
the life of Marlene Marie Evans, just 23 years old with a burgeoning film career, ended tragically on March 19, 1956, in an empty parking lot just north of Hollywood Boulevard. Her body mutilated, her life cut short, and her killer still at large. And with numerous false confessions, countless individuals questioned, and no viable suspects on the horizon, will the Angel of Vine be one Hollywood tale to go without a third act? Only time will tell. After my first interview with Beth and Phyllis, I reached out to a self-proclaimed expert in the case and asked him if he wouldn't mind meeting me at the scene where it all started. David? Yep. Hey. Hey, you, uh, you Oscar? Yeah. Yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Yeah, thanks for meeting me here. Of course. Hey, welcome to Dead Hollywood Tours. That's <laughs> what I do, man. So, you want to know about Marlene Marie Evans, huh? Mm-hmm. The grisly unsolved murder of a young actress. The angel, as they call her. Well, they found her right over there. In, in that parking lot? Yes, sir. Flayed and posed and angelic, staring at the heavens. You know what I find amazing is how many crazy theories people have about the murder. How many? What, can you tell me one? Sure. People love to latch on to the idea of a Southern California that they've heard about when it comes to cases like, I don't know, the Manson family or the Zodiac Killer. Everyone wants to attach a half-naked wacko cult or a hooded madman whose M.O. is always somehow satanic rituals. And, and you don't think that that was the case here? No, absolutely not. The likelihood that Marlene Marie Evans was a sacrifice to a secret society is as plausible as the idea that she was murdered by the FBI, the CIA, and the Mafia. Interesting. How can you be sure? Well, because. Because of the care and the attention paid to her body. The ribs made to look like wings and the use of her spine to create a halo. I mean, it's all too clean, man. Too theatrical. It's too much of a presentation. I mean, I certainly don't think the killer had Ernie Newburn in mind as the dude that was going to find her. I mean, <laughs> there's this laborer on his way to treat himself to some pancakes at Dupar's, and instead of staying on Yucca, which I would have done, takes the lot that cuts through from Ivar to Vine and finds himself an angel. No pancakes for Ernie that day. <laughs> I mean, a construction worker. She was found by a freaking construction worker who panics, grabs every other worker on the job to confirm that what he's found is in fact a dead girl, and by the time the cops show up, it's a zoo. I mean, if, if you're gonna lay a body across from an active construction site uh, before dawn on a weekday, there's no question. She was absolutely meant to be found and seen by the public. I mean, once the press in this town got wind of the crime scene, they nearly destroyed any evidence in that lot trying to scoop each other. I mean, can you imagine trying to keep that lot safe from a mob of reporters? Uh, that's a ton of space to block off from vultures, let alone comb for evidence. With flashing bulbs going off and questions being yelled at that you don't have the answers to? Yeah, it must have been absolute mayhem. Absolute mayhem. And Hollywood ate it up. I mean, not just Hollywood. Everyone ate it up. I'm still eating it up. I mean, have you heard those awful newsreels from back then? I have, yes, yeah. They're, they're pretty colorful. Colorful? They're grotesque. And, if you ask me, which you are, they only benefited the killer. The grandiosity of the drama on that scale of reporting just created more hysteria. Little known fact, where poor old Ernie found her in that parking lot, she was actually closer to Ivar. Marlene Marie Evans is actually the angel of Ivar. That's not as catchy, is it? So the reporters use Angel of Vine. Everybody knows Vine. Hollywood and Vine. Bang! Instant headline. Everybody's hooked. 
My mother used to say all he cared about was that dead girl. Meeting the angel. That makes more sense now. So what else can you tell me about Hank? We know he was a police officer. <laughs> what? My mother used to call him a professional peeping Tom. But yes, he was a cop for many years until he left the force. Do you know why? Something to do with politics within the department. They wanted to make an example of him, and so he left. After that, he opened his private detective agency, spends less and less time at home. My mother kicks him out. Gigi was a tough cookie. <laughs> Understandable. Can't say I blame her. I said just a second. It's a damn rush. I'm in here. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, how can I help you? Hank Briggs. That's what it says on the door. May I sit? Well, that's what it's there for. You come highly recommended, Mr. Briggs. Oh, yeah? Erwin was especially pleased with your discretion. <laughs> Erwin. You don't strike me as a Hollywood type. I'd like you to help me find someone. Now, you're going to have to be a little bit more specific. Mr. Briggs, I want you to help me find whoever killed Marlene Marie Evans. The Angel of Vine was a case with little to no information surrounding it. There were no prints, no clues, few suspects, and nothing connecting it to any other victims in any other cases. The investigation hit such a dead end that the entirety of the LAPD gave up after eight months. I want you to think about that for a second. The LAPD gave up any hope that they would catch Marlene Marie Evans' killer. And here we are, decades later, with an entire attic filled with audio recordings of an ex-cop turned private detective who got closer than anyone to solving the murder and didn't tell us all. I want to know what made Hank Briggs the guy for the job. I want to know how he found a trail that no one else could. And more than anything, I want to know if he can tell the world who killed the Angel of Vine. <laughs> 